morning, St. Pete. This is a podcast about all things St. Pete, hosted by the one and only St. Pete is Super Cool. As always, this is Sadabe, and I'm with Steven, who owns the Avenue here in downtown St. Pete. How are you today? Doing well. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. So it's St. Peter's... Super cool. I agree. Yeah, we are (laughs) super cool. I was... I can't believe it's been 10 years. Almost. 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 Let's claim it. We're getting there. We're getting there. We got, uh, you know, this summer and a little bit of the fall, and then we'll be there. Yeah, November, uh, ironically enough, we opened 11-11-11. Not planned. Didn't even realize it until, like, a few days after it happened. I was like, oh, can I cuss shit? Um, we like so opened lucky, on 11, though. 11, 11. So it's maybe fun. that's good luck, it's, right? Well, I don't know. 11 is considered a really good number. Is and it? One is considered cool. a, a number of new beginnings. I get so that. I see the... Really lucky numbers. I, I mean, you know? like I said... For I didn't, those who believe in that, you know. I, 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 I'm Climate. pretty... Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. One is a new beginning. And you started in right. the beginning by, you know, opening a restaurant. I think it's cool. I like that. That's pretty awesome. Um, so, how did the avenue come to be? How did you decide that you were going to open this and, and have it be what it is today? So, I was um, man, uh, general managing a, a place in um, Tampa. Okay. And I grew up in Tampa, and, you know, I wanted to have my own place. And um, coming up with the concept of the avenue and, and creating the menu for the avenue, um was something that I envisioned in Tampa because that's where I live. That's where my network was, right? Like okay. all my friends I grew up with, my my parents' friends, my brother's friends, you know, um, that's where I envisioned I would open up my own place um, and ended up coming over to St. Pete because this uh, space was available. And um, I guess, you know, 10 years later, the, the, the rest is history, as they say. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it felt like St. Pete was um, – you know, I think we're growing right now again, uh, but I felt like 10 years ago we were on that like really like still kind of early, yeah. right? But yep. but but it was here, like. Oh yeah. And and I, I really do believe like creating something that wasn't in like the heart of Central Ave mm-hmm. was risky, but I I still I still felt like the city was growing. And we're seeing it now where it's expanding, yeah. you know, into other districts and different parts of downtown. You know, it's not just Beach Drive. It's not just Central Ave. It's not just First Ave South. Yeah. It's not just First Ave North. You know, it's it's different parts and blocks of um, St. Pete all the way to the beach. You know, yeah. I mean, it's pretty cool because, you know, um, I was able to get a spot up in the Edge District um, six years ago. And to see what the Edge District is today, six years ago, people were telling me I was crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's, and now the Edge District's booming. It's blowing up. And, you know, Grand Central's got a great, you know, new, like, it's kind of gone through a a transition, and now it's back. Yeah. Which is great to see, because it's such a great neighborhood. Um, I think we're seeing that St. Pete is not just, you know, one area. Um, And I, I, I really believe that it makes it even more desirable to be here for for there's so much entrepreneurs like myself but also for people to live yeah like you want to live and enjoy your own backyard so i i really think that that's why um we've seen such a growth in this city nice and then have you always been involved in the like the culinary world um not my whole life but um you know on and off since i was uh a a child my first job was busting tables at a restaurant um in high school and college I worked at a couple different restaurants and bars um, and you know in my mid-20s I actually got out of the hospitality industry for a while and, and did some different um, mostly sales um, did some mortgage uh, uh, was a mortgage broker for a few years you know and then that kind of fizzled out during the real estate you know burst of 2008 yeah. um, and I started trying to figure out what was going to be my long-term um, you know real goals in life and I've always um, enjoyed hospitality, and I think that's what led me back to it. Okay. Um, and you know, really felt like it was a. It's I'm a hands-on person. Um, I like to be creative as well, mm-hmm. so um, I, I feel like it was a natural fit for myself. And um, you know, getting back into it in my 20s, it wasn't. I never really even then thought about, oh, I want my own place. But as you start to get a little bit older, yeah. and you enjoy what you do, 
you you start to realize like you know okay i've got some goals now i would like to have my own spot yeah you know you start creating concepts where maybe you're running one for someone else but if you get the money or the investors you want to break off and do your own and i've had managers work for me that have done that you know and i've seen that that same growth and that same you know total transition that that's the path they took as well um so it's it's cool to see people um have similar goals and uh, be able to use the experiences through me to to grow as well right yeah to learn from you too because you did it yeah so how it's cool to it's cool to learn from people and to then be able to implement it yeah you know because not everyone knows everything and the way people go about things might not be the way you want to Mm -hmm. but you learn that yep whether it's the right way or your way you know hopefully it's not the wrong way but it's you get to do it your own way when it's yours. Exactly. Like my philosophy always is if it works, it works. Don't care right. how it got there, but if it works, it works. Kind of goes back to the old if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Yep, exactly. So So how did you come up with your menu when you were first opening the restaurant? You know, uh, a couple things, you know, um, being in the industry obviously um, and creating an outline is really where I kind of go with a concept. Um, anytime I'm working on a new concept, I start to really just dive into what I want that concept to be. You know, is it, um, you know, focused on this type of food? Okay, these ingredients work to get, work well. I can create off of this yeah. protein. I can use this. I can cross-utilize that. Um, you don't want to get redundant and do too much of the same stuff. Yeah. But when you're doing something and you have a base of whether it's chicken or, you know, maybe you're doing something a certain way, how do you cross-utilize it? It helps you um, not only create but, you know, uh, be more efficient, um, be able to use a product more, which helps it's not sitting, right, mm-hmm. shelf life yeah. on anything you don't want. And that cuts down on waste. And at the end of the day, waste hits the bottom line. Yes, it does. <laughs> so, but I always have fun with with creating menus, um, and I'm I'm big on um, creating the like an outline of a menu. Okay. And working with our chefs and working with our you know bartenders to, hey, this is an idea. Let's what spirit works with this. Mm-hmm. You know, going back to food, what protein works with this? How do we want to plate it? How do we want to garnish it if it's a cocktail or a plate? So um, I really do enjoy the creative uh, development side. And that's where, you know, we have fun with what we do. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's, that's the goal. Yes. I mean, hospitality should always be fun. Exactly. People are going to have a good time. If they wanted to sit on their couch or at their kitchen table, they will. Yeah. And they would. Right? So let's make sure that we're consistent with what we deliver. And, it, and the atmosphere is just as important as the food and the drinks. Oh, yeah. And the service, right? People, so, yeah. to me, it's those four things that you have to be consistent at. Yeah. And people will feed off if your staff is having fun and enjoying themselves. They, they know. 100%. They if, know. If, if a staff is happy, the guests oh, yes. are going to see it, feel oh, yeah. it, recognize it. Yeah. It, it becomes, you know, something that, um, the energy. It's just oh, yeah. like anything in life. Yep. If you hang out with a new friend and they, you know, your friend introduces you to someone and you're like, yeah, they were quiet. I don't know. They didn't talk. Yeah. You're like, I don't know. Maybe we didn't click. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of that same thing. It's like you want to be around people that you enjoy being around. Exactly. And for us, you know, we want our staffs to enjoy coming to work. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, work has to be something you want to Mm -hmm. go to. If it's not, you're not going to have people that take care of the guests who mm-hmm. want the guests to have a good time. So for me, it's always been very important to have a good culture. Um, you know, I was brought up that way, um, playing sports, it's that way. And I feel like we've always been, um, especially here, you know, we've been open coming up on 10 years. Yeah. We've had people come and go, but we've had a lot of good people come and go. And we've had a lot of good people stay for a long time because they enjoy what we've created here yes. and what we've been able to bring to the the you know the downtown um you know the neighborhood the community here and i think that you know it it doesn't matter if you are going to school to be a nurse 
or you want to go, you know, travel the world and this is just a part-time job, if you enjoy it, the guests see it. Oh, yeah. You and know, if you're so going to spend so many that's hours, important to me. it is, yeah, and if you're going to spend so many hours a day, you know, spending your time here, because, like, what, your average employee could work 40 hours a week, you know? I mean, there's bartenders that work 30 to 40 hours a week. Yeah. There's servers that work 30, 40 yeah. hours. There's cooks that work 30, 40 hours a week, and that's a lot of, of your hours, time. yes. You know, you bring that home. Yeah. You know, you, you, you do bring your work home with you a little bit, and, you know, you don't want to be uh, unhappy because nope. that just rubs off on your family, too. Yeah. And so, you know, having a good work environment is really Extremely important. Extremely important. You know, and for me, it's, you know, going back to what we were talking about, I want people to have a good time. Yeah. It's not just the customer. It's not just, you know, the guest experience of, okay, they had fun. Well, the staff's got to enjoy it, too. Yeah. You know, you got to believe in what you're, you're uh, doing every day. And, you know, I want them to um, feel confident in, in recommending items and telling people to come here and have a good time. You know, it's, um, it's always been one of those things to me. It's like we are a neighborhood hangout. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that simple. Who doesn't want to be a neighborhood hangout, right. you know? Like, right. that's like the goal, I feel like, for a restaurant or a coffee right. shop or anything. Like, you know, and it's one of those things to me. It's like I grew up in, you know, the majority of places I worked at were the avenue, yeah. right? Like, this is me. This is yeah. where I worked and spent my time. Um, and, and still do because I enjoy being able to be, tr- you know, walk through the door and people are friendly. Yeah. They're outgoing. I might watch a ball game. I might just have lunch and leave. You might come in for dinner. You might stop in on Tuesday for trivia. You know, it's it's one of those things that I've always felt like for me, I wanted people in not just downtown St. Pete, but anyone who comes to visit us to know that we are a place that you can come by yourself. Yeah. And now that we're starting to see a lot of people traveling to come to St. Pete, whether it's that bachelor party or bachelorette party or that birthday or business trip, it might be someone by themselves who just wants to go get a bite to eat and a beer. Yeah. So be it. Sit at one of the bars and have a good time. Or maybe it is that big group who want to act crazy and have fun. So I always feel like, you know, we treat people the same yes and treat them the right way treat them you know always greet people always make sure people know that they're welcome here mm-hmm. like i said i don't care if they're a visitor or a local just always okay. acknowledge their yep. presence how can i help you yeah we're here to make sure you have a good time yeah that's that's all it is um and to me that's what hospitality is yeah you know um as much fun as we have that's that's what we want people to know like we're here to make sure you have a good time, you know, and service is so important to that. You know, you treat people the right way. You have a good time. You know, um, as corny as it is, you know, you guys might be too young, but like watching Cheers, the TV show, they all knew everyone's name, right? There's a reason because that's how bars should be. That's how restaurants should be. You should know your customers. You should know your, your that's who's walking through your door. You should make sure they feel welcome back. You know, and so I've met some of my best friends here. Um, I went to a wedding a couple weeks ago from two really good friends um, who met here. You know, I and to that. me, that's that's what's cool about this. That's so special, and like I. That's not a, the first one, by the way. That's, in that's ten years, really, I've been to some weddings. That's awesome. And I've though. seen some babies be born, and oh yeah. I it's, love that. It's been cool. I like, so I worked for Starbucks for a time and they were like the same way. They really drilled into your yeah. head, like customer service. And, and that's good of, to see with a huge company. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were very, you they, know, I'm sure they have, I can't imagine how many stores. Oh my God. Yeah. It's thousands like, and thousands. It's intense, but some While of like, I sit here and drink Kawa. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Kawa's good too. I love Kawa. Kawa's this is my great. go-to. It is. This is you know, like two cups a day. <laughs> Like one of one of our regulars, I kind of like to call him like my my grandpa almost, because I don't really have grandparents, and he's seen me since I was eighteen. And that's what's to cool. twenty eight. Yeah. And when I was leaving Starbucks the second time, he's like, "This." He goes, "You can't leave me now." He's like, "You have my number." He's like, "You got to stay in touch." He's like, "Because." Which was awesome. And that's it was so sweet. That becomes to me. a lifelong yeah, friend. Yeah, like that was so special to me. Like, All because you made sure he felt welcome. Yeah. Had his coffee. Yeah. I mean, like, it's that yeah. simple. You know what I mean? And then you meet really good people out of you it. You do. I'm And you awesome connect people. with someone yeah. that is 
a call away. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you know, at the end of the day, like, that's what life should be about is, yeah. is, is making friends and having people in your life that you can count on. Oh, yeah. Hospitality can be very, very hard because people oh, yeah. aren't always nice. It's hard. And we deal with some crazies. Yes. Yes. There's a lot of Karens. Oh, yeah. But it but, can also be very rewarding. And, and we're yeah. very bar-driven, yeah. right? So we deal with a lot of people that are intoxicated yeah. and drink a lot. Yeah. And sometimes they're wild. Yeah. You know? And so, you know, we've, we've, we've always got to kind of, you know, you got to cut them off. You got to treat them right. But make sure they're safe and make sure they don't get crazy while being intoxicated. Because that can get ugly. That, yeah, <laughs> I'm, we've seen some things, you know, where I'm like, ooh, mm-hmm. like someone should have been cut off a little bit longer right. ago. Um, do you have a favorite item on the menu right now? You know, I've always been a big fan of a couple of things that we do here. Mm-hmm. Um, I love our wings. Um, I actually, uh, I was born in Buffalo, so I'm a, a, a Buffalo wing connoisseur. Okay. Um, love wings. Grew up on Buffalo wings. Um all about them you know and I wanted to make sure we do them right Um, and that was something that was really important to myself and my family you know my dad uh, being born in Buffalo uh, myself my brother being born in Buffalo uh, my mom's from Chicago originally but um, you know my dad made that you know part of our family right like mom and dad moved to Buffalo after meeting and you know had me and my brother and raised us in Buffalo for you know the early early years of my life um but we've been diehard bills fans and um all about buffalo culture and wings are at the top of that okay um so wings are really important and um actually uh i ended up losing my dad 18 months ago um and uh 19 months ago now um but uh so i renamed uh the wings in honor of my dad and uh so those those are important (laughs) those are important to me so he, his name's on the menu. His nickname, actually, uh, from my nieces, they they gave him a nickname. Um, so his 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 nickname's on the menu. I love that. So yeah, but um, outside of that, you know, I'm 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 a big fan of a lot of our burgers. Okay. Um, Rasta Monster's still my go-to favorite burger. Um, we actually um, been doing that one for over nine years now. Okay. Um, it was actually uh, the I think it was the fourth burger of the month we ever did and it did so well that I ended up when I did a menu change menu edit more or less um, back in 2012 uh, put that on the menu regularly because it did so well Um, and it's always been kind of a staple Um, it's one that we do really well with um, and and are known for Um, and actually right now we're not doing that burger uh, but it'll it'll be back on the menu after the summer. Okay. Um, we've we've had to scale back the menu as a lot of restaurants have yeah. um, due to staffing. Uh, we're running skeleton crews, so we've had to scale back the menus a little bit to be more efficient for the guest. You know, it's 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 all about making sure that we can deliver you know consistently and efficiently. And so we want to make sure that customers have a good time. They come through the door and that we're able to get their food out. You know, not only in a timely manner, but also the consistent you know product that they're you know with us being open almost 10 years like we have a reputation to uphold yeah we're not new we are known you're established so i want us to deliver guests don't understand what we're going through to Mm -hmm. the magnitude and a lot of guests have started to realize it uh which is awesome to see people understand what the industry is going through um we'll, we'll we'll work our way out of it it's it's oh yeah it's temporary don't know how long, but um, starting to see a little bit of improvement. But we had to do things like that, like scale the menu back, right? Because there might be shifts when you need four cooks and you got two. Yeah. Okay, well, let's make it efficient for them. Exactly. So we, we've, we've done what we can for our team um, without hurting, you know, the guest uh, experience. I want, I want customers to know that they can come through here and still get a lot of their favorites. And so we kind of worked on that. What are we, what are we known for? You know, okay, these burgers are, we're able to cross-utilize products. These ones, let's hold off on. We'll bring them back in the fall. So some of those things, you know, it's just, it's one of those things that you just really have to make, you have to adapt. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and that's as a business owner, I've seen a lot of that in 10 years. A lot of adapting. A lot of adapting. And with COVID, a lot of adapting. So a how, lot. how has COVID like really affected your business? Because, I mean, like, you you guys are obviously still successful. Like, knock on wood, thank God. Thank but, God. But obviously, and that's honestly yes. the reason why we're still here and we're still successful is because of our reputation. Yeah. Because of our consistent, hardworking staff. Because the guests trust us and mm-hmm. want to support us. Yeah. So, you know, it is a it is a working together thing. Yeah. And that's one of the things I love about being in a community that prides itself on local and prides itself on, you know, being um, supportive of each other. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's what it is at the end of the day. Like, I want to see everyone do well. Because if I'm doing well and they're doing well, who cares? Exactly. Right? Like, we all got to eat. So... Get out and support the local businesses and make sure that we're all here after this pandemic crisis because we're not at the end of this. No, we're not. There's still going to be fallout. There's still going to be things that the whole uh, staffing issue that we're dealing with right now is part of the lockdowns, part of stopping what was going on, right? Like. When you stop production, there's going to be change. There's going to be more demand than supply. And that's some of the things we're seeing. Cups, four times the price because yeah. they can't manufacture them. You know, and they've got in a warehouse working just like my kitchen. They're 30, 40% down staffing. Well, you can't produce. So I think we're seeing a lot of that right now. You know, um, the supply and demand situation. And it's going to be a while until things get caught back up. Back up um, but I, I'm, I'm hopeful that it's, you know, going to continue to go the right way. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I believe it will. But the only way that happens is by being able to, you know, keep doors open and make sure guests are safe and staff are safe and everyone can come out and have a good time. So we want to we want to make sure that, you know we continue to see a little light at the end of the tunnel and that we don't have, you know, any more hiccups. Yeah. Um, but there, there's been a lot of curveballs with COVID, right? Like it wasn't just closing your doors and it wasn't just a threat of a virus. Did you have to shut your doors down at all? Um, or were you able to kind of like stay open? So I elected to close our doors, mm-hmm. um, a couple different times. Um, very difficult decision to make. Yeah. I'll be honest. Last year was that's, a whirlwind. You know, going back, I told you I lost my dad about three yeah. months before COVID hit. Um, j- had just gotten Park and Rec Tampa open. Um, it, it's it's been a challenging time. Um, it's been uh, something that I really believe is, you know, impacted my life in every which way. Um, you know, it's. The industry's not the same yet. Um, I don't know if things will ever be exactly the same. Um, you know, we're seeing a lot of the things are going to stay, whether it's the QR code menus, but we're offering regular menus still too. Yeah. So I don't know. Does this eventually come off the table, the QR sticker? I don't know. You know, some people might not want to hold a menu again. I like the QR code. I really do. It's, it's not bad. On the table left for the, the waiter or the waitress to have yep. to like, kind of like pick up yep. with them. I think you lose a little bit of the, um, it, it, it's, it, there's pros and cons to everything, right? The, the nice thing about the QR code is, um, it does get you to our websites, which is good to, mm-hmm. to hopefully promote and show you more than just a menu when I hand you one. Yeah. Right. Um, but I'm, I'm old school. I like a menu in my hand. Yeah. You know, I'm on my phone so much. I want to set it down when I go to eat. Yeah. You know, I want to set my phone down and enjoy my friends. And then next yeah. thing you know, you're on your phone. And sometimes I go to restaurants, I forget to scan. And the server's like, are you guys ready to order? And I'm like, shit, I haven't even looked at the menu. Yeah. I'm just going to get what I always get, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. There's pros, to con- pros and cons with everything. Um, I'm, I'm kind of old-fashioned in the sense of, like, I like holding a menu. I like reading menus. I think it's part of the thing I it like is, about the industry, too. Yeah. Like, I like looking at a menu. I always have. Um, it's cool to kind of see, you know, the, the graphic design elements and the, 
you know, not that you don't see that on a on a digital it's, menu, but I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm 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 just used to it, so I still prefer a menu in my hand. I like to liken it to the people who are like they really like their Kindles, and then other people are like, I will right. never have a Kindle. I right. will feel the book in my hand. Right. Like I'm that guy. Yeah. I like I, a book in my hand. Yeah. I'm, I was looking at a book last night. Yeah. And was flipping pages reading it's a nice you know? feeling i'm like a little bit on the edge where i'm just like okay well I'll i haven't done a kindle get, you know i've never done a kindle actually you know i had a kindle for the longest time and my sister broke it oh it's okay though. shout I out have, to your sister she owes you a kindle you know what i have so <laughs> many books, i hope she's so listening she doesn't she's gonna have to tune in whenever your birthday comes up exactly now she knows like, what to get you can you go watch need a kindle uh, yeah please <laughs> um Alrighty, so what has been, um, what are the difficulties of running a restaurant? There's just so many moving parts. There really are. And, you know, I want us to deliver, you know, that consistency that I talked about earlier for the guest. You know, the guest experience is everything. So what what goes into that? Well, one, staff, front and back, need to know everything. Mm -hmm. Not just naming things off. You need to know ingredients. You yeah. need to know what things look like when they're on the plate. So if there is a mistake or somebody has a food allergy, so there, a lot goes into it. Um, you know, and then obviously all the, I mean, there's just between safety, food handling, um, you know, uh, training. Um, ordering. Ordering. I mean, there's just, there's so many moving parts in our, in our, in our day-to-day -day, that when that plate or that drink hits the table all of that had to go right so there's a lot of moving parts yeah um, and then you know for us being I think we're we're a uh, conceptually not just Avenue but both park and rec locations and no vacancy for me everything that I do is is more than just the food and drinks so for me, I always want to make sure that our events are done right and that entertainment is on point. So, I mean, everything goes into that, creating that atmosphere, the lighting, the TVs, the sound, making sure the DJs play the right music, making sure the DJs um, understand the concept and that what we want to deliver, whether it be every week or a one-time event. So there's a lot that goes into it. And we want to make sure that we continue to um, have all of all these ducks in a row. Yeah. You know, and and then on top of that, all the promotional side. You know, oh, yeah, social yeah. media, yeah. marketing. You know, printed materials. Um, there's a there's a lot of moving parts that go into you know hospitality and what we do. Um, and so you know you want to be consistent in all areas. You know, it's it's not just the food and drinks it is the service the staffing the hiring the training um the ordering you know you don't want to come here and you wanted those wings and we're out of them right I so know. we got to make sure that you know we know our pars and you know there's a lot that goes into the operating side and um that's why i'm still still like heavily involved you know is because the operating side is the motor that runs the machine right so um you know, I just had a birthday. I'm not that old, but I'm Happy not that birthday. young. Um, thank you. So I think, you know, for me, I still enjoy that day to day. You know, I still really want to make sure that I am overseeing what ends up coming yeah. to the guests. You know, I pride myself on that consistency and I pride myself on making sure guests feel welcomed. And when they leave, they want to come back. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, I, I've always been that person that wanted to create atmospheres for people to feel like it's their home you know and that's part of it for me for the staff you know you spend four or five days a week somewhere and they might be long days you might work an eight hour that's your day you might work 10 hours that's your day um i want you to feel excited to be here yeah. you know and i want the guests and the staff it they really go hand in hand they do um i want i want people that are excited to be part of something so is no vacancy then yours as well yeah oh, yeah I didn't realize that. yeah 
So no vacancy is the newest concept um, so under my busy. umbrella of Hunger Thirst Group. Yeah. You're really busy. I'm pretty busy. <laughs> You know, it's like it's funny. I'm pretty busy. We talked to David Fisher as well, who also owns yeah, yeah, it. Like, yeah, yeah. He's got um, the Saint, right? Yes, and cocktails. And cocktails is new and one. And then, like, Zazu. Yeah. Like, yep. he has a lot, too. Yep. And, you know, it's just like. I haven't been over to uh, Cocktail, but oh, I heard it's, it's cool. Oh, it's great. I haven't oh, been yeah. over there yet. Yeah. I heard it's. I heard it's. You gotta go. I heard it's interesting. You gotta go. Um, the Saint's really cool. Saint, yeah. Um, and then, obviously, Zazu's a, a really neat store. and that guy's talented in his design oh, yeah. aesthetics and you know I that's know. something like like exactly he's another one right like we want to deliver an experience yeah you know and that's know what we do it with so so many because each spot really has its own you like, gotta have good people oh it's own you gotta have good people yeah you gotta have good people yeah you know otherwise you know I, I can't i can't make every plate i can't make every yep. cocktail i can't make every you know i can't be and, and having multiple places yeah. You know, so you have to build a team. You have to. Um, it's a lot of communication. You know, we're we're we use you know group me for communicating with management. Obviously, email and text and phone calls. But um, you know, you have to have your ducks in a row, and you have to. For me, I've always been big on planning ahead um, because you know if you don't. It'll chew you up and spit you out. Oh, and yeah. and you know, um, I'm a big sports person. You know, I played sports. I love sports. Being prepared for the game, because when the game comes, it shows who was ready, who practiced. You know, and so it kind of goes back to that. It's like who put in the work before the game started. It shows. And so for me, that's always been big. You know, um, it's just like anything in life. If you put in the work it feels a lot easier when it happens, right? It's like studying for a test. Yeah. You know, I wasn't a very good student and I, I tried to wing some tests in my life and didn't do well all the time because I didn't study and rightfully so I didn't do well. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I'm, I'm big on being prepared. Um, I'm big on, uh, being organized. Um, I like things to be consistent. I like things to be organized for our staffs. Um, I pride myself on making sure that happens. Um, and so I want them to get information. I want them to get information so that they can use it to mm-hmm. let guests know. Yeah. Whether it be via social media or when they're talking to their tables or their bar guests. To me, that's everything. Because if they aren't confident and know it, they're not going to relay it. Nope. So, you know, it's it's about that process. It really is. I've always been a big, like, over-communicator because I'd rather over-communicate than not communicate. Right. And I've always been a big, oh, well, what if person. And, like, it drives people crazy. I'm like, okay, but there's going to be one day where I say, oh, what if this? And it happens. And you guys are just going to think that I'm crazy. But I'm like, I can pull what if out of anything. Uh, what, like, you? It's, it's true, though. You know, if you aren't organized and you aren't, think ahead and you don't prepare for things and you gotta give yourself time because shit hits the fan oh yeah there are curveballs mm-hmm. and like what we're dealing with right now curveball. short staffed yeah that's a curveball how do you adapt problem solving is huge yeah in my day-to-day as well as my management team mm-hmm. because things happen you know and life happens too outside of what happens under these you know this roof other things happen. Car accidents. Yeah. Sick family members. Sick animals. Uh, things come up that are out of our control in life. And we have to be flexible. And we have to have each other's back yeah. during those times. So, for me, it's always been about you got to like who you work with. You know, you got you to gotta work together. It is a team. You know, teamwork gets it done. Teamwork makes the dream Yeah. Work. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. You know, so... I want. I always want people that uh, enjoy working together. Um, it doesn't always happen, you know. We've seen it. It's like, can y'all just get along, right? Like, I'm not asking you guys to, you know, live together. Yeah, I'm just you asking know? you to work but together. But when you're here, hours. have a good time yeah. together. Maybe, maybe what you're doing is causing that. Yeah. You know. So sometimes people point the finger when they need to, maybe look in the mirror. Yeah. 
you should give just a few episodes of Vanderpump Rules a try, <laughs> and I think you'll probably be like, oh my god, because it's like, it pretty much follows like a restaurant in Los Angeles. I know, I've heard. Yeah, and it's, I don't watch a lot of TV. Dude, just maybe just like two episodes, just where you can be like, oh my god. I've heard it's <laughs> a, like a shit show, right? Oh, yeah. Like just a chaotic, it's, it crazy is. nightmare. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's not like that 24-7. I'm pretty sure they, like, pick those moments oh, out for the reality. Oh, just like all reality yeah. shows. I but, mean, I I can't say what reality show, but I've had one do a episode okay. or a scene at one uh-huh. of my places oh, a few God. years ago, and watching it was literally like watching a casted show, right? Like, yeah. hey, Jenny, all right, in this scene, you're going to argue with Billy. Right? Like that kind of crap. And I was sitting there watching, and I'm like, so this shit's all put together. Yeah. Which is what you expected. Yeah. I mean, reality TV is not real. Reality TV, no, it's, it's not. It's it's real people, but they're they're basically playing a role, which yeah. is created by producers. So, it is what it is. I'm, I'm not a big television guy. Yeah. Um, it's for the best. Yeah. It's for yeah. the best. Reality TV kind of like war, war, like reality TV's been around like twenty years. Yeah. So like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really into it anymore. No. Like you, I had that time where I watched yeah. some of it. Um, I definitely like a Netflix series though. Oh yeah. I, I'm a Netflix series kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I can enjoy that. The one thing that Netflix kind of drives you crazy on is they have like they create such wonderful shows, but they'll do one two seasons and that's it, and then they're like no more. Oh I know it's crazy. And I'm like dude like like you, you watch ten episodes in like a weekend and then you're like, I can't wait for season two. And season two and never happens. Season two never happens. Netflix get on it. Netflix uh, we need more seasons. Of everything please. I during the first lockdown. Um, I watched more Netflix slash TV than I've watched in the last 10 years. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Like, I got hooked on Netflix. What are you going to do when you're at home? I was at home. You know, I did work on a lot of stuff, but I had a lot of downtime where, like, that 12 to 15 hours that I normally work, I had to find stuff to do related to work. And so, you know, in that early part, it was kind of like, what do we do? What do we... You know, what's going to happen when we reopen? Is it going to be takeout only? Is it going to be 25% occupancy? There were so many variables, and we dealt with so much shit last year. It's like, you know, are you making sure people social distance? Are you, you know, I was making staff wear masks before the city went mandatory. Mm-hmm. I got shit for it. And I'm like, I just want my staff to be safe. We don't yeah. know enough yet. You know, I'm thankful that. Everything we did, I really believe in it. Looking back, I don't regret anything. You know, I regret a couple things that might have happened internal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think there could have been some communication, right? Going yeah. back to communication. And so that frustrates and bothers me because I pride myself on, yeah. you know, making sure that we communicate. You know, that's so important to me. But I really feel like what we did for our staffs and what we did for our guests. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm very, uh, glad with what we did, um, and that we took the right measures and the right steps in all scenarios of the process of lockdowns, limited occupancies, you know, all these things. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we, the way we handled everything, um, I think about those decisions a lot. Um, they were they were times I wish I could have called my dad, right? Like th- those were trying times, yeah. and they were times that I I wanted to have uh, a conversation. Yeah. Um, so, but but you know I I always know what he will tell me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I miss that a lot. But um, I was able to reflect a lot on the experiences and the conversations that we always had business related. Um, and COVID was a test, you know, and I, I think we did a good job. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that the community, um, sees that, yeah. you know, and that our staff see it. Um, cause I, I, I really would want everyone to, during that time, I wanted people to feel safe and I wanted people to understand, like, you know, if you don't feel safe, don't come. That's fine. But we want you to feel safe. 
Yeah. I want my staff to feel safe. You know, that was the first step and the and the focus. I want staff to feel safe. Wear your mask. If you don't feel comfortable wearing a mask to work, then you know we can put you on leave of absence, whatever. Um, get your unemployment. You know, so you know it was it was a. Uh, those, those were some weird times. They were. They were really weird. Being a being a business owner during during COVID was not only trying, but just just a lot of curveballs, a lot of adjusting, changing, buying tables and chairs because you need more outside. You know, separating sections for people to sit in, limiting how many people at a table, making sure you have enough sanitizer stations. You know, making sure you have QR codes so people don't need to have a menu in their yeah. hand and touch things. You know, so it was it was it was interesting times. I do hope like the city and the people who made these decisions for like mm-hmm. the business owners under like truly understand how much work the business owners like put into making sure they were followed through. I don't think and they that, did, honestly. And I think that there's some there should be some type of recognition for them. Yeah. Because like at the same time, like all the decisions they made, like, they worked out, they, thankfully, they worked out for downtown St. Pete. Right. Thankfully, like, you know, you you guys and all the other businesses did well. Major, yeah. like, just clap because, you, like, you guys did it. Okay? Yeah. But, I, like... I think locally, hospitality um, did a good job. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's obviously people point the finger at this one or that one, and, you know, that's not my job to do. Um, I've always looked internal, you know, Look yourself in the mirror. Like yeah. I said, I, I I I used my experiences and my uh, what I would want as a consumer. What did I? What would I want if I was going out to eat and drink? Mm-hmm. You know. And so I felt like we did we did a lot of um, great safety measures. You know, um, we did what we 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 physically could. Um, there were some definitely difficult times. You know, where guests didn't want to follow it and. It was tough on staff. Um, you know, I had a manager, you know, have guests cuss them out and this, that, and the other. And it's like, you know, we're trying to enforce these things, but you can't you can't get in fights over it. No. And that was the thing I had to talk to management about. I was like, listen, I am never going to put you in harm's way. I do not want you losing it over this. I want you to do the job to your best of your ability. We have security. Even security, I didn't want them getting physical. Mm-hmm. You know, if we have to call the city police, that's their job. Yeah. And that was one of my frustrations, honestly, with the city is like, then provide, you know, law enforcement. Yeah. Because we can't kick out 50 people a night who don't want to follow the rules. No, you need it's money. Imposs- it's but, money. But it's not even just the money. It's impossible to do that yeah. all night long. You can't do it it's tiring right and let alone what are you gonna have fights breaking out all over downtown yeah like that's it's it's tiring it's it's you know you can't do it so you know those were things that we 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 continue to make sure people were safe um the only thing you do is cut off a bad apple right hey no more no more drinks for you yeah there's there's the door you can sit here all you want but you're not getting served yeah you know and that's about the best you could do honestly um, and it's unfortunate that some people, you know, wanted to be a pain in the ass. But um, for the most part, people were understanding. They understood. We didn't make the rules. We're trying to enforce them. Yeah. We're trying to follow them. We want people to have a good time, but we want people to be safe. And I got to keep my staff safe. That's my responsibility, you know. So um, it was interesting times. <laughs> Interesting times. Oh, yes. We'll be looking back on this on history. I know. I feel like it was five years of my life. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Like, legit. It was, it's been a, it's been a, it's been an interesting go. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I know everyone feels that way in hospitality. You know, now we're dealing with the staffing issues. So, it's, it's, uh, other industries are, are being impacted as well. I mean, I know a lot of uh, suppliers and you know they're having they're having difficult times too. You know it's it's. I was meeting with the guy who I get a lot of my dry goods from, and we were sitting in my office two days ago, and he's like, "Dude, I can't get your logo cups." And I'm like, "I don't care. Just send me a cup with, so we can put drinks in it." Yeah, something. I don't please. need my logo on it. It's fine. Yeah. It, it, like, that's 
that's the worst. That, that, that's the least of our worries. So just send me the cup, same size, all good. You know, napkins. Is it okay if we send white instead of black? Yes. Send me whatever you got, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, now's not the time to be nitpicking. Now's not the time to stress over the little shit. No, it's not. It's not. You know, it's got to be, you know, let's let's keep the train moving. Let's get through it. Um, so that's kind of been my my philosophy on it and my, my, my style about it is like, you know, if we do what we can and we do a good job at it with being prepared and being organized, curveballs come in so many different forms. Just keep adapting, you know, it's part of life. Exactly. Life isn't always smooth. What has been your best moment, though, since opening the avenue and, and running it for this time? Man, I got so many. What is your best owner so moment? So many. I think having my family here, you know, uh, the um, kind of that, you know, um, it's kind of one of those, like, I, I, I don't, um, I don't always take the time to, like, inhale it all, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm very go, go, go. I, I like to work. And sometimes you, you do need to stop and, you know, smell the roses, as they say, right? You know, and sometimes you do need to pat yourself on the back. Yeah. I'm hard on myself. I am. I, I'm, 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 I'm definitely somebody who, you know, there's no such thing as perfect. I know that. But I do like to be on top of things. I yeah. like to make sure that I'm, you know, doing uh, everything I can mm-hmm. to uh, provide, you know, a lot of what I mentioned earlier, you know, for, for the staff and for the guests. So, you know, I, I, I don't always stop and pat myself on the back. But, you know, having my family, you know, here um, to experience, you know, year after year, mm-hmm. we're, we're still here, you know. Yeah. And we've seen a lot in the 10 years there's been a lot of places open up and not make it you know and um the industry is difficult you know talking about you know what we've been talking about today it's it's not just open your doors and you're going to be successful it's hard work um and it's very time consuming you know um i think for me it, it but it is that you know being able to share the success with my family and being able to share the space with my family and and have those moments here of, you know, seeing my family here. Um, that, that's probably the best for me. Nice. Yeah. It's always, it's always like, I feel like when you have a business that's been successful and then you can see it through the eyes of like people who are yeah. just kind of looking at it, that's yeah. when you can slow down and be like, wow, like I, I did it. Right. Like I did it. Yeah. You know? It, 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 it is. Um, I actually had that moment, you know, recently I was over the, I don't know if you know, have a park and rack inside the stadium with the Rays. Okay. And it's called Ball Park and Rack. Okay. So had that now for a couple of years. Um, the Rays came to me about expanding, and I agreed to it, and then COVID hit. And so last year we weren't in the stadium because the stadium, you know, no fans. Um, and so opening up this year, they uh, delayed the opening because of attendance, you know, limited uh, capacity and having – guests having to wear masks in the stadium yeah so we actually just opened our doors last uh two weeks ago Yay. um and next week we are um starting to serve food which was the component i agreed to by expanding we're going to be a full service two-story uh sports bar and gaming bar in the stadium ballpark and rec and now we're actually unveiling the full thing doing food not just not just bar yeah. um and uh all the new signage is up that was supposed to go up last year so i kind of had that moment when i went to the stadium two weeks ago for the for the opening night of now it being downstairs mm-hmm. and upstairs and uh seeing hunger thirst group sign in the stadium it, it kind of hit me yeah. i was like shit that was weird i looked at it and i was like you gotta stop and pinch yourself for a second yeah. like like what I've built is inside a Major League Baseball stadium. Like, that's cool. Pretty badass, yeah. right? Like, I was, it, 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 you know, and, I, and I've been in the stadium for a couple of years, but like, now 
just seeing the new signage go up and not being there for, you know, almost two years because of COVID, you know, and it just, it did hit me, you know, having that moment. And it's one of those things where, you know, you don't always stop and go, all right, like, this is pretty badass. Yeah. Um, you just kind of continue to push forward. And, uh, but I, but it did hit me and I was like, like, I know the exact moment, right? Like I felt that yeah. and it was cool because, um, being able to look over and see the signage, you know, it, it, I had that moment at the stadium two weeks ago. I've had a lot of that here in 10 years, honestly. Um, you know, it's cool to see so many familiar faces, um, whether they worked here and they come back cause they want to still hang out. Um, or they're people I met, you know, like I said earlier, I went to a wedding, you know, Memorial Day weekend from two of my regulars here who met here and yeah. are now are married. And uh, it's cool to see that, you know, and um, I hope to continue to see that, right? Like, as I get older, I hope I continue to see whether it's staff uh, getting married or having kids or, you know, guests that, I see their lives, you know, develop, develop and, you know, it, it's cool to see that um, and being part of the community for 10 years, you know, and, and hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll get to keep seeing that. Um, I, you know, I think the sky's the limit for downtown St. Pete, you know, it continues to grow and um, hopefully we continue to keep that charm, yeah. you know, and I, I think we will because it's very locally driven, driven mm -hmm. still. Um, there's a lot of entrepreneurs in this market who have laid a foundation, I feel like. Um, and hopefully I'm part of that, you know. I want to be somebody that there's a 25-year-old me at the avenue or park and rec or no vacancy who goes, damn, this guy did this? Yeah. Maybe I could. Yeah. You know, um, you know I'm 43 years old now and like – I want to inspire people who were like me when I was young. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And as you get older, you realize it, what you enjoy. Um, and so, you know, hopefully I can inspire someone who, and even if it's not hospitality, you know, I, I get people sometimes who hit me up. It's like, I want to own my own business. How did you go about it? It doesn't have to be a restaurant or bar, you know? And so I, I, I do enjoy that. I really do um, enjoy meeting young inspired people who want to be their own boss and want to whether it's a product or a concept they have a vision yeah and that's i think that's where it all starts really you know what are your dreams what do you what do you want to do what do you enjoy um life's short we got to do what we enjoy um and i think that's where you see success come from you know yeah. passion when you're passionate about something, you're successful at it. And, 100%. you know, it's not all dollar signs. It's got to be about waking up every day wanting to do what you do. Yeah. Um, so that's always been big for me. Um, I always want to go to work. And that's going back to what we talked about, staff, right? Maybe a server's in nursing school and she wants to be a nurse. But she's still got to want to come here and kick ass yeah. and have fun doing it, right? So... To me, it is that culture. It is that mindset of, you know, doing what you enjoy. Maybe you don't love this, but you enjoy it. Yeah, you can at least come <laughs> Maybe in. it's not going to be your lifelong dream. Yeah. Maybe it's not your 30-year plan or whatever it may be, but... You're going to enjoy it for as long as it's here. Yeah, have yeah. fun with it. Yeah. You know, I started busing tables. That was my first job. And I always, I like when we get bus boys, I always like to be like, hey, man, good to meet you. I started where you are. And they're always looking at me like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. what's he talking about? And I'm like, dude, I started busting tables when I was a kid. Yeah. Didn't know 30 years later, I'd make a career of it. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's, I always tell them, man, hey, right now you might want to be a pro skateboarder. You, you might want to be a doctor, but have fun with this. Be on time. Work hard. Enjoy it. You might, you might, you might leave after a year or less, who knows, a month. But give it your all, then you can say I tried it. 
Oh yeah. You know, so that and that's that's always been big for me too. It's like, you know, even when I was growing up, you had to try things to figure out what you like. You know, you might not want to be in this industry forever, but you don't know that um, until you get a taste of it. And maybe busing is not for you. Maybe it's bartending eventually. But you got to learn that, right? Maybe cooking. You know, I got a lot of friends who love to cook at home. They would not ever want to be in a, a high volume yeah. kitchen. They like cooking for their spouse, themselves, their families. That's a whole different style. And that's fun. But you're doing it because you like it as yeah. a hobby. It's like, I like boxing. But I don't want to get punched in the face every day. No. You don't want to be a professional no. boxer. No. I don't want to get punched every day. But I love the outlet yes. it gives me for health and, you know, stress reliever and all of those things. So, I mean, I think at the end of the day, you have to have your outlets. But you should do something that you're passionate about. Oh, yeah. I loved Starbucks, but I didn't want to open a coffee <laughs> yeah. shop. And you know what? I was talking to a girl the other day at the coffee shop. And that's actually her goal. She, that's why she's working at the coffee she shop. She wants to open a She wants to own her own coffee shop. Her. And I was like, that's awesome. That's kind of what happened to me, but I didn't know when I was a kid. Yeah. I didn't know I wanted to own my own restaurants. I think everyone that needs to work like in a hospitality sort Agreed. of industry. Because Retail it, and hospitality. Dude, the type, you got to deal with general public. The type Have to. of stuff that you'll learn yep. and grow yep. from, it's, un, it's, it's irreplaceable. 100%. And that's going back to kind of like I was telling you, problem solving. When you deal with people and you deal with leading a staff, you know, if you're a manager or working with a staff as part of that staff, you have to have each other's backs. You have to help each other. You have to problem solve and learn life skills. On the spot sometimes. Right. On the spot. I like I don't know how many times I pull solutions just out of my head, like in the spot. And And Starbucks is nonstop. It like you never, don't ever get a break. Never People stops. drink coffee like literally all day, all every it day. Never stops. Like you would think it's a morning thing. No, it's an no. afternoon thing. I go into coffee shops and I'm like, these people like, I don't understand because I'll go in the morning before the gym, and there's people before me and I'm like, do they like just do they get up at 5 a.m. and get here when the doors open? Yes, they like, do. Like how do they get here before me? They do. I used to have people who would wait. Yeah. In line yeah, I believe at it. I believe it. Until we opened at 5 a.m. Especially, like, think about, like, drivers and overnight workers. Mm-hmm. They need their coffee fix. Oh, yeah. They need it. There will always be a demand they for coffee. They need it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, you know, it's funny to see, but they're part of the place, too. You know, that's another thing. Like, coffee is another, its own culture and world of hospitality. Oh, yeah. Um, the guests are there because they like the place. You know, they're sitting on their laptop. They're drinking a couple cups a day they might do meetings there mm-hmm. so it is one of those things that um another form of you know the everyday culture there's a reason why we like to meet people at chrysalip right right you know yeah i haven't been there yet it's great it's so it's wonderful cool. it's cute cool yeah i haven't been i'm uh i'm as you see where i go my cup's right here Kawa. that's my second of the day you know what the Kawa has really good blueberry muffins yes They've got a lot of good things. Yeah, they're. I mean, I remember I mean, the first time I tried. I try, to, I try not to go near the muffins. Yeah, but no, like if you ever like feel like you want like a little cheat time, yeah. like they have good blueberry muffins. Okay. They had a lemon poppy seed one, but they took that. Oh. They took that out. I was really sad. You're sad about it. <laughs> it was really sad. So maybe maybe if you tell them, they maybe they uh, can source it from someone I'll, else. I'll just I'll just I'll send them a message. Like, can you bring yeah. back the lemon poppy seed muffins? Slide in the please? DMs. Yeah. I need the lemon poppy seed muffin. Even if it comes back just like a little like just limited once, time yeah, offer. I'm okay. So how? I know as, Raviel. Maybe I'll tell him. All right, all right. Hook me up. So how as a community can we support your business other than obviously just walking through your doors and spending our money here? Huh. Well, obviously that's the best way, right? But it is not, the that's best not the way. only way. No. Um, you know, that's a domino effect, though. You know, the, the community supporting the staff and the business—that's everything for us. I mean, that's that's what we pride ourselves on. That's why I think we've been here ten years, right? Mm-hmm. Because community, because consistency, um, and for me, you know, th- those those are so important. But you know, we. We want the community to 
to not only come in and support us on um, spending money in the doors, but spreading the word. You know, social media is so big. Follow us. You know, engage with us. Mm-hmm. Um, come out for our, our causes, right? Um, next week, we're doing a bunch of pride events, and we're giving back to Mentro Inclusive Health. Yeah. So, like, we, I want to support what we're getting out of pride, mm-hmm. right? Metro is part of pro is LB, you know, it's, yeah. it's part of the community. It's not just giving back to a charity. So it's a local community. They do a lot in the community. Charity yeah. who I want to give back to where those dollars are coming from, right? We're getting business through pride. You guys have That's that pride the, cocktail as well. Yep, yep. Yeah. We're doing pride specials. We've got a bunch of really cool events. We're doing our first drag brunch okay. here at the Avenue. I'm excited about it. Um, I've actually never hosted a drag brunch. Um, I mean, me personally, I won't be hosting it, but I've never, You've I've never, never put had, yeah. on a, yeah. a, a drag brunch. Yeah. And they're very popular, and people love them. Oh and, God, they're amazing. You know, I'm excited to 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 do that because um, we want to support the community. Yeah. And the community is diverse, and we aren't a one kind of we don't cater to only one type of person or gender or crowd I want everyone to feel welcome here um, so you know pride has always been something we've always thrown really good parties for um, and we embrace the culture and we want to embrace supporting the culture monetarily too so you know that's that's something that a community can come out um, support us um, but continue to support you know the businesses that are um, doing events uh, for Pride, um, and you know for us as well, local sports teams. Um, we try to do what we can to give back and be involved with the Rays and the Rowdies and the the Bucks and the Bolts, and um, we want people to come out and watch their. You know our, those are our teams. Yeah. Um, and, There's plenty um, of TVs here for right. you guys to watch a game. Funny enough, I was talking about this last night. Um, how many TVs do you think the Avenue had when we opened? Maybe like one or two? No, we had more than one or two TVs. Not that many though. Three? We had six. Oh, okay. I was really lowballing it then. No, I'm sorry. We had eight. Eight TVs? We had eight okay. TVs when we opened. You know how many we have now? I don't even want to guess. A lot. Like stupid crazy number. 20? Higher than how many? 20? 25? Nope. Is it higher than 25 or lower than 25? 30? Higher. Higher? 35? Higher. 40? <laughs> Am I getting close? It's no? Higher. It's higher than 40? How many? I think we're at 50. 50? Last time I counted, I think I counted 50. So we have five outside, five here, that's 10. We got four at that bar, that makes 14, right? How many are above me? Four, so that's 18. We got that one, 19. There's one in the bathroom, makes 20. There's, There's three one there. In the bathroom? One in each bathroom. That was crazy. I don't know why You'll I ever did that. Be, no, that's a great idea though, because but people never miss a moment. Right, that's why we did it. We had some extra TVs like five years ago, actually like eight years ago. So I was like, stick them in the, t- the bathrooms, I guess. One in each bathroom. It worked. I don't know. It worked. They're there. Um, three outside on the patio. Three there. Yeah, it's... They got six on that wall. Five on the bar. Yeah, I want to say like 45 to 50. I'll get a quick count. And That's let you wild. Know. Yeah. That's but how wild. crazy that we opened with eight. And honestly, back then, I, I remember thinking like, Got room for like maybe two more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had room for some. I made right? some room. Oh yeah. Well, this bar, this is all brand new. Yeah, I was about I to say. I didn't do this until uh, year three. So three years, then I expanded. The demand was there, thank God. You know, yeah. the front bar used to not be able to turn drinks out fast enough. So expanded, got rid of the parking lot back here. That's and a good problem. It to was have. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was really cool, and the retractable roof over the bar was. A very unique thing and again something my dad and I were cool like really thought was cool I showed him the idea and he's like that's awesome <laughs> so 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, those are those are fun moments to reflect on yeah. and to think back on. You know, like ten years and a, a lot of crazy shit. Yeah, I've seen some stuff in this building. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for talking to us. Yeah, it's, thanks we're for so chatting. happy. I can't believe it's been ten years. I know, right? Crazy. We hope that you're here for another ten years. Me too. Knock you on know, wood. Let's do it. And that you know, thank Let's you for it. for talking with us today. You got it. Thanks for asking me to be here. And- Thanks for listening, St. Pete. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can catch all the fun conversations we will have with our local artists and business owners. Make sure you check out our guest info in the bio if you like what you heard today as well. We hope you all have a sunny day and remember to always stay super cool.